0: I'm Dr. Benjamin Spock. I flew down to Washington this morning to do a small job uh, for Senator Kennedy's campaign and uh, have made a call at the uh, Kennedy's. It's uh, fun to be here.
1: Oh, I'm delighted, Dr. Spock, and very grateful that you would take the time from a busy schedule to come here from Cleveland. I wondered perhaps you'd tell me some of the issues that you think are the most important in this campaign.
0: The one that has me most steamed up is uh, federal aid to uh, education because I think in the present state of our country, uh, both in terms of its ability to pay for things and its need for educated people, that this is one of the jobs that we ought to get uh, started on. And uh, I'm delighted that Senator Kennedy has made a big issue of this in the campaign, and even more important than in the years uh, previously, in his 14 years in Congress and in the Senate, he really has worked hard for aid for education, for scholarships, uh, for public libraries in uh, regions that uh, don't have them. He's really uh, worked uh, at these.
1: I know, it's such a long and often hopeless fight. They hope it will accomplish something there seems to be such a shortage of schools and of teachers.
0: I'm glad that you mentioned teachers as well as buildings. The uh, legislation that Senator Kennedy was uh, working for was not uh, proposing that the federal government uh, hand paychecks to uh, individual teachers if they teach the way the federal government <laughs> said. The bill proposed giving money, federal money, to the states. Uh, for the states to distribute for both buildings uh, and for teachers' salaries. I think many people don't realize that uh, the reason that uh, federal aid is important is because many localities and many states have reached the limit of their borrowing power.
1: And if the bill were passed, do you think it could help very quickly there?
0: I think that it's terribly important to get started because obviously you're not going to create teachers uh, in a rush. Uh, You've got to first have salaries that invite them, salaries that keep them from slipping out of teaching uh, into uh, other jobs.
1: And then uh, what do you think about medical care for the aged?
0: This, of course, involves an age uh, group that's at the very opposite end of uh, my own uh, competence. But I do know enough to know Uh, that a majority of retired people really need help in uh, taking care of their medical bills. Uh, They don't, that a majority don't have the funds uh, to do it uh, themselves. I think that the bill that was passed that uh, requires people, in effect, to take a pauper's oath uh, is entirely unnecessary and uh, undignified and uh, humiliating. It seems to me that the Social Security system uh, is of course the appropriate way uh, to take care of this uh, you let people buy their own insurance and then uh, benefit from it at the time that they need it
1: and so often in letters from women that I've gotten who seem to be the most concerned in that subject they say that they often have to sacrifice their children's education because they're overcome with bills to take care of aging parents it seems such an impossible and tragic choice to have to make.
0: Yeah, I think it's unfair for young people to have to contribute a disproportionate amount for the support of uh, retired parents of theirs, and I think it's also very unfortunate for retired people to feel that they have to depend on their own uh, children.
1: Oh, well, I've learned so much listening to you today. I can't tell you how I've enjoyed it.
0: It's been fun to come down here, uh, Mrs. Kennedy. Thank you for inviting me.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Help elect John
2: F. Kennedy for president. Hello, let's chat a bit about what do John F. Kennedy and Jimmy Carter share in common? I have done shows that have talked about these things, but I'm not so sure that people have really connected with the information. So let me try to explain it one more time that maybe we'll put it into better context. In order to understand the deception that is going on, all of these people are playing multiple roles. You can find these things very easily. But remember, don't go down that rabbit hole and spend all your time on that. Just know that it's there and then use your own mind to think about what impact can we have to help the most vulnerable in what's coming ahead. In other words, I hesitate to point out some of these things because I don't want to send you off and have you spend the next 50 hours. I mean, that's up to you if you want to do it. All I'm saying is use it as a resource, okay? For example, I have talked in the past about a channel called Mitchell E. Brooks. You need to search from the oldest to the newest. He lays out the Hollywood techniques they've used since the beginning to trick us. But let me give you a more specific example, because I did a show about true crime being fake, and you can find that on YouTube. Most people miss what I was saying there, so I would suggest you go look again, and don't be distracted. Read what I'm saying in the comments, what I'm saying on on the screen. I say things like, oh, is that Amber Alert's mom or her dad, as she's standing there with a huge Adam's apple, okay? So go look at that show, because I questioned whether... I don't even think Walter Cronkite, I don't even think they had the technology to go on air and show a picture of the Kennedy scene, right? So, you know, these things are a matter of distraction. So, the clip that I just played was Jackie Kennedy speaking to Dr. Spook. And it's interesting because this thing is nothing but a gypsy caravan show, okay? I don't know how to say it any more clearly. It is all to engage us in ways to divide and separate us. People talk about these people like their family members. I bet people spend less time talking to their own family members than they do talking to other people about these freaks, okay? So that is how the name of the game works. And there is an excellent show... I try to only play shows here on audio that make sense, so because you don't have the visuals, but there's one that if you're really, really interested, I would suggest you take a look at it. The show is called, and you will find it very easily, okay, it is called, I have it right here, John F. Kennedy Hoax, H-O-A-X, compilation, J-F-K is Jimmy Carter, okay, it's John F. Kennedy Hoax Compilation, JFK, is Jimmy Carter. And I think you'll also notice, because at the end here, I'll close with a clip of one of them talking, because there was a clip, I didn't find it, but there was a clip early on that, like, they like they liked to play jokes on us, right, where Carter, I mean, Kennedy was talking about peanut farmers. Remember, Jimmy Carter was supposedly a peanut farmer. Well, anyways, they're both the same people. Carter and Kennedy, they're the same exact person, okay? So, um the deception's pretty thick, so you have to decide for yourself, are you going to invite silence into your life and start thinking of solutions for yourself and what time that we have or keep playing on this little game they've got set up here because they have to get close to us to trick us. Evil always has to come packaged as help. Make sure you don't have these people in the center of your life when lockdown starts to happen. That's all I've been suggesting for a very long time now. Just open your eyes, okay, and just be aware of what's going on. They've tricked us for a very long time. Now, you can decide, well, I'm comfortable being tricked. It works for me. Well, that's okay then. If it works for you, it works for you. Anyway, be safe out there. Goodbye for now, and I will chat with you later And um, hopefully you'll have the time to go and take a look at that clip and let me know what you think about it. I don't see any way that's possible that they aren't the same person, okay? That is, Jimmy Carter is John F. Kennedy. And I also was going through some tapes to listen to their voices. When Jimmy Carter talks, I hear a um, a, a kind of a faint Boston clip to his voice, that Kennedy had that Boston kind of a clip to his voice. And you could kind of hear that Amongst Jimmy Carter's little fake, fake thing. Oh, another thing about the scam artists they are. I didn't get, I'm not going to go any further into it. But remember, peanuts get subsidized. Jimmy Carter had a peanut farm. These people are just nothing but gypsies, okay? Gypsies, gypsies, gypsies. So anyways, be safe out there. Chat with you later. Goodbye for now.
3: Members and friends of the family of John F. Kennedy, as President of the United States, I'm indeed honored to be here on this occasion. At once, so solemn and also so joyous, the dedication of the John F. Kennedy Library. Like a great cathedral, this building was a long time coming. But it more than justifies the weight. Its grace and its dignity are, I hope and believe, worthy of the man whose memory it will nurture. I never met him, but I know that John Kennedy loved politics. He loved laughter, and when the two came together, he loved that best of all. For example, in a press conference in March 1962, when the ravages of being president were beginning to show on his face, he was asked this two-part question. Mr. President, your brother Ted said recently on television that after seeing the cares of office on you, he wasn't sure he would ever be interested in being president. LAUGHTER and the questioner continued, I wonder if you could tell us whether, first, if you had it to do over again, you would work for the presidency, and second, whether you can recommend this job to others. The president replied, Well, the answer to the first question is yes. And the second is no. I do not recommend it to others, at least for a while. (laughs) As you can well see, President Kennedy's wit and also his wisdom is certainly as relevant today as it was then.